Sports Exchange, episode number 68. And for the first time since August, we are doing an episode from our regular spot, Terrence's Basement, with no Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> feels like a That 70s Show episode without Eric Foreman. Yeah, it feels like the last season of That 70s Show <laughs> where we just... Sit in the basement. Sit in the basement. But Foreman's not home. Foreman isn't home. He's got baseball. Priorities are priorities. Yes. Kids priorities. going to the show, so what are we going to do? Yeah, what, what, are we, what are we to judge? Exactly. Um, we're just two washed up yeah, we're two CYO th- basketball players. <laughs> I ran CYO basketball, by the way. I ran, I rode bench and then quit the A team to ride bench on the B team. So <laughs> So you had your priorities set up, yeah, clearly. There we go. Um, Lots to talk about. A lot has happened in the world of sports since we last saw you. Since, uh, I hate to toot my own horn, but since our last episode, uh, I turned 20. Huge. Huge. <laughs> Congratulations. Huge. Thank you. Danny Layden. Thank you. Happy belated birthday, thank even you. though I already texted you. I know. So. But thank you, though. Thank you. <laughs> um, the Yankees get some starting pitching. God, it feels like it's been like so long. I know. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Finals week was hectic. Yes. But so we're finally back. Yes. Um, the Yankees go ahead and get some starting pitching. Carlos Rodon, six years, $177 million. I don't really know the number. I know the years. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. Yankees get their number two guy. Rotation's deep now. Rotation is now deep. It's a lot different than it was a month ago. Yes. The situation that they're in. Yes. Uh, on the Mets side of things, re- re- last time we recorded, Carlos Corre- Carlos Correa was a San Francisco Giant. Now he's a New York Met. Now, <laughs> and now he's, I don't even know. I don't even know what he is. Uh, I heard reports that. I don't know where people are getting these percentages from, but I got fifty-five percent. Yeah, yeah who the hell? What? How do you? Yeah, they're I like, know where you they're like, we did the math, and he's fifty-five percent a med. <laughs> like, what? He's wearing one half of the jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't be shocked if in the next few days he's a tight. Uh, I'm sorry, he's a Texas Ranger or some bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't. I because wouldn't be I don't think he's gonna be a med. Uh, I would not be shocked in the slightest. There's got to be something really wrong with that leg. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Like, there's, come on. Has to be, because there's no way the Giants had him for seven days and were like, eh, eh yeah. never mind. And now the Mets are like, oh, I'll allow Yeah, the, even the Mets are like, well, oof. Yeah. Um, NBA, uh, the Nets look like the best team in basketball right now. I've, just, I've never seen an offense as so productive. It pains me to say it, but yeah. The Nets look really good. It's their fucking offense. It's unbelievable. And it's it works so well with Claxton because you like have to double team you have to double team KD. Yeah. And then if you double team KD, Claxton's open. Then the help D always comes for some reason, oh, they have Kyrie in the corner all the time. And the help D always comes to support and just they throw it to Kyrie and then he'll drop like thirteen threes in your mouth. And you gotta deal with that all night. And yeah. so that's a pain in the ass. That's exactly what ha- and that's exactly what happened to the Cavs last, last night. night. It's exactly what happened. Um, NHL, it's been kind of slow. Uh, World Juniors just started. Rangers beat the Islanders. Okay. <laughs> World Juniors did just start. Uh, pretty much other than that, nothing's really changed standings wise. Uh, still same three for the uh, wild card spot. Metropolitan Division, Atlantic, nothing shaken up. Uh, in World Juniors news, it started yesterday. Canada loses on day one. I can't remember the last time they've lost on day one, and especially to, no knock to Czechia, but to a team of that caliber. They're not bad, but they should on paper be completely outmatched. So a little shocking there. USA gets a win, but exciting time for, you know, all hockey fans to root for their country and watch the youth get out there and uh, get going. Oh, yes. Love the world. I love the world juniors. Supposed to happen like last year. Well, it did happen in August. They had like the reboot thing, but it, it just—it's not the same unless it's around Christmas. It's just not the same because the one in August was like, uh, and they still have a ban on Team Russia, so it's like, oh, oh, Russia won. No, Russia didn't win, but they still have a ban on like Team Russia, so uh, a lot uh, of the prospects that were like, there's a banner. Oh, no <laughs> ban. Um, a lot of the prospects that were coming out of Russia that are really highly touted were just—you didn't get to see any of them. Yeah, and it's a shame, but you know, it's not like they're doing anything wrong, but. It is what it is. Yeah. So, didn't see that in August. They're still banned again. So. Wait, didn't they play, like, the first, like, two games? Well, ori- originally, when the first one happened. So, it happened. Last year, when la- it happened. So, last year, it happened during Christmas. 
So it was the same time around this year, but COVID was still going on. So they played two games, and then everyone got COVID, so they just canceled the whole tournament. Yeah. So then they waited until August. They redid the tournament, and then they played it through, but it was in August. So like they no, there's no fan base or whatever. There's no one really there. So now it's back to where it originally is, and they had a packed house last night for Canada. So right. you know, it's finally back to what it is. I love watching. Just Canadians go crazy when they when they get fucking washed by America in the finals this year. That's my prediction. USA takes on Canada and wins it. So if you're looking to put some money on it, USA to win the World Juniors. That's the one. All right. All right. So going to football. The uh, We'll start with a happy thing. Uh, the Giants uh, are one win away from clinching a playoff spot for the first time in six years. They have a chance to do it against Nick Foles and the Indianapolis Colts, who looked absolutely terrible. Horrible. On Monday Night Football. Horrible. Like, that was... I felt like I would... That looked like... It looked like you had to, like, watch, like, your old dog just die. <laughs> what the hell? That's uh, you're not wrong. It was it was pathetic football, and it reminded me a lot of the Thursday night game. So, uh, Well, we'll get to that Thursday night game. <laughs> Specifically, we will definitely get to that Thursday night game. But the Giants lose a tough one in Minneapolis. Um, Franchise record, sixty-one yarder. That I wasn't shocked when he hit that field goal because, like, the Giants like give up sixty yeah. game-winning sixty yarders all the time. Happened in uh, let's see, two thousand seventeen Philadelphia with Jake Elliott. Two thousand eighteen against Carolina with our very own Graham Gano, and then Greg Joseph. Indoors, sixty yards. I was like, "Yeah, he's got this money." Like, now would have been good from eighty. Are you, are you sold on Daniel Jones? I am. You all really are. I am. Go get him some weapons. That guy's our quarterback. You're. St- I can't. I can't. I don't know. I know they're beat up on defense. I just don't know if I could still put my money behind him. I think. I think he is. Like, I think he's our franchise quarterback. I. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, then, oh, uh, all right. So basically what the Giants needed to happen was a win, a Lions loss, a Seahawks loss, and a Commander's loss. Three of those things happened. The Giants did not win. No. So basically all they have to do is win and you're in. They don't need anybody else to lose. It is solely up to them. Up to them. They control their own destiny. Just get excited. Are you nervous? A little bit. Of, uh, like, part of, uh, part of me was, but after watching the Colts last night. No, not no, anymore. <laughs> like, they should beat them by, like, third. They should beat them by at least, like, fifth, 14. Like, there's. No, they they were really that bad. They, they just were terrible. Were not, Nick Foles just did not. And then they're going to stick with him, too. Well, because is, why would they go back? Yeah, why would they? To something that's arguably worse, you I, know? I know. Does it get worse than that? <laughs> I have no clue. But that was a pathetic football game. Uh, um, speaking of pathetic football, it's him. Thursday night, horrible. Just horrible. I don't – I. It, he's just it, – this is it. Like, they got to go – they have such a good defense. They have to go out and draft. They have everything. Everything built up. The O-line's going to come back healthy. They're going to have protection. They're going to have – franchise running back they're gonna have a franchise receiver they're gonna have a franchise cornerback they're gonna have an elite defense and you know what they're missing a quarterback anybody that can throw the football like decently this is ridiculous i as much as i like mike white he is not the quarterback of the future but zach wilson was pathetic like really pathetic that's like actually hilarious i'm sorry i just find it so funny like it's so bad his qb rating was like a 41 his qbr was a five like, it's just, it's really pathetic. Like, really, it's really bad. And then, I don't know, there's no, I, it's just, like, just, he looks like Johnny Manziel. He does. Like, that's a perfect comparison. That's exactly he who looks, he is. He looks like Johnny Manziel. And it, there's really just no... I don't know what it is, but if you're gonna, he is Johnny Manziel. That's what he is. And that was such a waste of a pick, because Justin Fields was the consensus number two for... God, God knows how long. And then 
for some reason, the Jets decided to let one pro day and a bowl game completely sway their decision on a quarterback that received zero pressure throughout college at BYU, had no idea to how to read defenses, and no idea what to do when under pressure. And look what happened. He's horrible. Like, really that yeah, bad. bad. Strevler was better. Strevler was a fourth-string quarterback. Strevler looked good. That throw was so bad to CJ Uzama, though. That underthrown ball. I still cheered because it was like a 30-yard game. That's the only game we like, that's all we got. Oh god. It was it was a really bad football game and the defense was great. They only let up 19 points. And, like Quinn Williams was still semi hurt. Oh god. And Trevor Lawrence should be a jet. They just fucking lost to the Rams. All you have to do is lose to the Rams. That's it. And Sam Darnold's like With Jared Goff. Sam Darnold's like we got this. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. That's like insane. One game. How, how terrible he is. It's so bad. And if we had Justin Fields, it's a completely different team. But they're like, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll mess it up for the 100th time in a row. Like we did four years before. And then two years before that. And then. What's the offseason plan? Who is there to go out and get? I mean, if you can make. Do you, think, do you want me to tell you who I think you should get? They're going to draft Bo Nix. No, I'm kidding. He's going back to school. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't hate that idea. I also wouldn't hate the idea of going after Gardner Minshew. After seeing that Eagles game, I'm I never really thought he was a bad quarterback. He didn't look that bad. Uh, he's good, not great. It's hard, but that's his first game he's played all year, and he's playing Dallas. Yeah, that is true. Well, he's got the talent around him. You got Devontae and AJ Brown. Well, I Goddard coming back with all the injury. I don't know. I his that Eagles defense is banged up too. Yeah, but I mean Gardner Johnson and Maddox. I will say San Francisco's going to win the fucking That's game. what I've been saying. They're, I've said it, or they said it to start the year. They're my dark horse favorite to win the Super Bowl. Their defense is so good that it's just like. But the offense, too. Well, their whole team's clicking. Brock Purdy is that guy. I, yeah, Brock's good. He, Brock's really good. Now, what's their situation long term going to look like? I, they're going to move forward with. I think they're going to still go with Trey Lance. I don't love him, like, at I don't all. Like I think he's a worse Jimmy G. And I, I have some insider. Little insider information. My cousin, Uh-oh. who's friends with Kyle Juszczyk, was saying the same thing that the whole. Cousin's friends with Kyle Juszczyk? Uh, yeah, boys. They weren't. He. I have a picture on my phone. I'll show you after. He's wearing his helmet and he was on the field. They went on like a wine tasting tour in San Francisco together. But oh. regardless. Never do that. Um, he was saying to them that the offense prefers Jimmy Garoppolo, just the way they're built. Yeah, just like the way. They like, flow. but like the whole team, like yeah, everyone. Yeah. And then I, I don't know. It seems pretty clear, but. They, they also, it doesn't, you know, Trey Lance is more mobile. He likes to get out of the pocket a little bit. He, he likes to create, likes to create. It's not how Shanahan runs a team. Yeah, Shanahan, yeah. You know, it's. But the thing with Brock, I think he's a little bit both of Jimmy G, a little bit both of Jimmy G and Trey Lance. Because he can stay in the pocket and throw, but he can also beat you with his legs. Yeah. And I, I he, dude, I would be sold on him a little bit. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't, I, ooh, I really wouldn't hate it. Is Brock the future? Is Brock the future? Is Brock the guy? Ooh. No. Yeah, look. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, oh, my God. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. Kyle Juszczyk. And my cousin. Um, um, let's see. We can get, I mean, you could get into all these games, a little recap. Because there was a lot of exciting football. That is true. Um, what was the Sunday night game? A uh, whole Saturday split. Was just kind of uh, that Patriots game was. They made a little comeback. If he doesn't, if that if if he, Stevenson doesn't fumble. If Stevenson doesn't fumble, the Bengals don't cover. I don't win money. <laughs> so thank you, Stevenson. Are the dog, dude? Tua is. What is your thoughts on that situation? Because yeah, you do you see this. You see the stats that when he got the concussion and came back and finished the game, he yeah. had threw like three interceptions or whatever. Yeah. It was some some something like that. Is he really just that injury prone? Are we going to see a super short career from him? Just yeah, strolling off injury? Like, I don't think it's going to be a long career for him. Um, I remember he had that freak hip injury. Like, he's always had, like, the strangest injuries. Like, he had that freak hip injury in college. I remember. Now he's got these concussions going on with him. Honestly, like, I know the Dolphins are in the playoff hunt, but... 
you have an experienced quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. You have this, 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 and that. You have, you have great weapons. You have Waddle and Tyreek and basically, I don't even know who else. But I'd say you shut down. I would too. I'd say you shut you, down too. Just because solely off of how banged up he is and if he's your guy for the future, two more concussions like this, oh, his yeah. career's over. And you're looking at yours, pretty much that's it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you have got. My big question for you now is with Tua out, and if they're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater, can he even remotely carry this team with that piss poor of a defense? I know they have that such high power of an offense. I know, and that's that's the thing with. Uh... That's the thing with the Dolphins. I mean, like, they have one of the best cornerbacks in Xavier Howard. They went ahead and made a move. They made a big move at the deadline and got Bradley Chubb, and the results haven't really shown. But I don't know if Teddy can do it. I don't know if he can either. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think, and they're so solely based off of offensive production that it's like, can this defense remotely compete? Because if they run into a team like, like if they play Buffalo again, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's no way. I don't. I don't think they have a shot. No, they don't. And I do think you sit two out the rest of the year, though. I think you have really... to. You're you're looking at an eight and seven team, okay? I know you're playoff hope. You're still playoff hopefuls. So you're not out of it, but are you really Super Bowl contenders? And you kind of have to come to terms with that as a team. I know it's tough to admit, but you're young. You have a youthful quarterback. You give him another year. You add to the defense. You add to the O line. Yeah. You rather give it a shot when you're actually healthy than force something, and now his career's over, and now you're drafting another quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So exactly. Um, just another shit show. Uh, Tennessee, my god, just terrible. <laughs> yeah, this, this is pretty bad. I it, I didn't really watch much of the game. Um, but is Malik Willis just horrible? I mean, he. If he's doing that against the fucking Houston Texans, then yeah. That was bad. <laughs> so he was 14 for 23, which doesn't sound terrible. For 99 yards, that's a little pathetic. 4.3 for average. So essentially a running back is numbers. Um, zero touchdowns thrown. He had one rushing touchdown, but he also had two interceptions with a QBR of 32.3 and a rating of 345 that's disgusting. Horrible stat line. Like, that's horrendous. Worse than Zach. Exactly. So now, if you're looking at Tennessee, I know he's a project. He was always a project. You know, his footwork hasn't been the best. Yeah. You know, you look at his mechanics, they're not the best. And that's what they wanted Tannehill to kind of, you know, it was so he's such an arm talent that they just wanted to take the risk. Yeah. Tannehill doesn't want to. Tannehill's out for the, I mean, yeah. Tannehill doesn't but he doesn't want to lose him. his job. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose his job either. Yeah. So. But if that's what Malik Willis is, Jesus Christ, they have some problems. And speaking of another shit show, the Bucks. Oh my God. Ah. Oh. And they're gonna make the playoffs. They're, they're gonna, gonna win. The, they're gonna win the division. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. They're gonna, yeah. They're gonna yeah, win the fucking Super Bowl. I, I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but they're definitely gonna fucking make a run at this. point. I hate this. I hate this so much. Yeah, I do too. Especially with the Giants, almost. Having a very legitimate shot to make yeah. the playoffs. McSorley wasn't good. <laughs> McSorley was not good. No, he was horrible. He, he was anything but that. I know. And I mean, like yes. in that offense, yeah. Like, come on. But what did you expect? They, it, like, it was. It just wasn't it. It wasn't a good game. You want to speak? You know, we're just talking about shit shows and dumpster fires. Oh my gosh, the Denver Broncos terrible. Oh yeah, Nathaniel Hackett got fired. <laughs> so now, now we're looking at a situation where you lose fifty-one to fourteen. Um, you fire your head coach to the Rams. Yeah, to, to the Rams, who were also Rams. having a horrible year. You fire your head coach, who we've been saying for a while isn't going to work out, but this is becoming a thing with Urban Meyer recently, and yeah, and now, now I'm playing the Hackett. But I, the blame has to be on Russell Wilson. You threw three interceptions. Yeah, dude. Your QBR was a three. Your rating was a five, a fifty-four. He was terrible, like really that bad. How do, how do you? continue to have Mr. Starting Quarterback confidently. You get a good head coach to fucking carry him. And that's why Sean Payton will be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> well, did you see he's, he's building the Avengers of coaches? He's been, Oh, yeah. Vic Fangio's his defensive coordinator. <laughs> he's he's itching to get back there. He's going to get a job at the, by next year. There's no doubt in my mind. I den- genuinely think Denver's a landing spot for it. It Denver, has to be. It has to be. I mean, if Dallas doesn't make it far in the playoffs, Ooh. 
I didn't think of that. Damn. See what happens. But they suck. The Raiders can't even afford to fire anyone. They can't. They can't at all. They, like, literally, literally have no can't. money. And they... Um, also, <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for uh, following my Twitter. Uh, the Immaculate Lock, Steelers minus one and a half, came down to the very last second. It was a Christmas miracle. We did it for Franco Harris. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. George Pickens. Love gambling. The Love Pickett to Pickens gambling. connection. Pickett to Pickens. What a play. What a play. All right. Moving on from football to baseball. Tim, I'll let you start because Correa is a bigger story right now. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm just I'm just as lost as everyone else. Is he a Met? No. Will he be a Met? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know about this. <sighs> now, what do you know about this injury? Like, what? Because I know nothing about this injury. No one knows anything. What, so is it, it's just a leg injury from like is it his ankle or is it his leg? So is it his knee, his ankle? I don't know. I don't know what it. I maybe a calf. So it, my question is, if it was this bad, right? Why does he get that contract in Minnesota or well, wherever? Was, sorry, where was it? It was uh, what, San Francisco. San, no, no. Originally, like last year, where was he at? Minnesota. Minnesota was. Yeah, I was so right. It was like a. It was a. Three, oh, it was a three-year deal with an opt-out after the first two. Right, but. How come we weren't hearing about this last year? I know it's not a long-term situation, but still. Maybe the twin. That's, that's a good point. That's right? A, that's a really good point because, like. Well, I, didn't, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard about this since forever. When, like, how I, I? You know what I mean? When he signed, when he signed with the Mets. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I'm heard about to, this since I'm he signed to, with the Mets. I, I'm in, like, prior to this and San Francisco. We haven't really heard about this. And yeah, now, we haven't. But I guess he's getting long-term. Is a team really willing to give him a full twelve-year deal, knowing about this injury, and then not having a clause where if he gets hurt, you know, the contract can be terminated yeah. or stuff like that? Yeah, I don't know. I I think that Boris really has like Boris and Correa have really dug themselves into a big hole here, where basically, like when the Giants said, eh, "We're going to back out." Because remember, before he signed with the Giants, there was that big rumor that the Mets like made a push, were making a push on him, yeah. and then like forty five minutes later, signs with the Giants, and then that was no doubt like a leverage move, being like, well, like I have for more money by yeah, Boris, because yeah, yeah. he's like, well, I have Steve Cohen on the next um, line. Well, he yeah, can give you more but money, and now it's starting to everything else. Now it's starting to feel like a Conforto situation. Yeah, speaking of Conforto, he's on the Giants. There's your big free agent chance. Yeah. I'm just I'm just happy that that situation's done and over with. I'm sick of hearing Conforto back to the Mets. Listen, you didn't want to take money twice. They offered you money twice, twice. and yeah. you didn't take it twice. I don't care. No Get out bueno. of here. No bueno for Michael Conforto. But uh I just ha- oh, now when uh San Francisco backed down the deal, Boris called up Steve Cohen was like, "Hey, like he wants to play here. San Francisco backed down the contract, and Steve Cohen, being the inexperienced owner that he is, just said, "Take the money." And how how many years do you want? Twelve. There you go. And then, well, he's got the money, so well, no shit, he has the money. <laughs> and then saw the physical, didn't like what he saw. Now it's sort of now it's very. It, it's almost like a rod. It, well, yeah, but it's, it's. I is it really that bad? It has to be that bad. Like it, it, it has. Be. Like, it has to be no, like. There's no way. There's like a, no way around it. Like a doctor had to say, like he's got five years, or like five years. Like he's got like maybe he has five years to live. Yeah, he's got like six <laughs> years max before this thing blows up on him. I just like to see all the nice uh, Frank the Tank tweets <laughs> about this situation. Um. Let's. Oh yes, the Mets without Correa are a team with a flawed lineup that will be pitched around and score the fewest runs in Major League Baseball, as Escobar, Nito, and Ruff combine to bat 065 and have zero RBIs, and Alonzo and Lindor both have bad seasons as they are pitched around. Now, why is he the most pessimistic fan on planet Earth? The Mets won 101 games last year. Where to get him? What? Where to get him? 
Shut up. <laughs> get him. Uh, I mean, come on. Frank expects championships. Frank hasn't even seen a championship since 86. I don't know what he's expecting. He's never seen a championship. His dad made him go to bed in 86. Listen, he is so angry over the wrong things. They're on the right track. They need to add more pieces. Yes. Uh, John Heyman, Correa has heard from other teams since the issue with the Mets. Three other teams, right? Yes, but he's focusing on working it out with the Mets for now. Well, I think... Frank said, so easy out Escobar and Darren Ruff, Mets, mediocre season, while Correa excels in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, but... I'm just waiting for, like, like, no Passon tweet, no Rosenthal tweet, no, like, Heyman, any of, like, the top analysts, and I'm just going to see... Press release. Yeah, like Carlos Correa has signed an eight-year, sixty-five million yeah, with, dollar with deal Atlanta. With the Atlanta yeah, just because he hates us. But it's and, and now that I'm thinking, like this is my where he's trying to work it out with the Mets is probably these other teams. So it's physical too, and they're like, we're going to give you a bridge deal, or we're going to yeah, give you that's, four that's years. That's what I, that's what I was yeah. going to get at too, because now that other teams are going to be suspicious with this physical. They're not giving him money. They're not giving him thirteen. Why? Why? And and years. and why would you? You have all the leverage now. You got two teams, and especially with the position that he plays. Right. Like you have to. Think you have about to be. That. At, you can't be consistently injured. Like you have to move. Yeah. Like and, that's why. Like there's no like. As I said before, do you remember when I told you who the oldest person to play the middle infield? Yeah, it was, was Robbie Cano. It was Robbie Cano, who then got like DFA'd by the Braves like, right. a week later. I'm telling you, it, it, he has no leverage. Okay, he's in the worst spot. Right now, that you possibly could be for a high-end free agent that's looking for money, you you have to take what what you're going to be given at a certain point, or you're going to sit the year out because no one's going to throw you 12 years yeah, right no now. No one's going to throw. You. And if they're going to throw you that, they're going to throw in a clause saying, "Listen, if you have a long-term injury, like we're not giving you this money. We're not going to give yeah. you this money. Like we're gonna, you're not getting money. Like if you don't play a certain amount of games, you're not getting this amount of money." Yeah, that's why too though, like. Putting him at third base is, uh, could be like a smart move. Well, they're gone. I mean, the Mets would. Well, the Mets said. would. Yeah, like, and he wouldn't move as much. But move as much. Look at. I mean, I know I fucking hate him, but like, look at fucking Josh Donaldson at thirty-five years old. I know. One no. of, I mean, horrible hitter. No, I'm one, not. Yeah, one of the best defensive third baseman in the game this past year. So yeah, and and that infield. Is, I digress. That infield's <laughs> arguably the best in baseball if he's on the Mets for. What you know where they're at right now? And Alonzo, it's McNeil, Lindor, and Correa. Correa, Jesus Christ! So if he, yeah, if he, if he plays, <laughs> Jesus right? If he plays third, that's a four All Star infield. I don't know. I the thing is though, I'm not. I I don't want to give him. You don't give him twelve years. You don't. You yeah. Can't. You don't. You can't. And you have to restructure that. To I, I say eight max for him right now. You gotta give eight max. I think you give him six. I think six is a perfect spot. You just give because him six. just because you won't be too and old. Give him a shit ton of opt outs too. Right, and just because you won't be too old, yeah. And then you'll know by then if if he's having already lingering injury problems by the end of like towards the end of that, you already know season. You know the seventh year is gonna be hell. Yeah, eighth year you're pretty much done, and now you're dealing with the Benia situation. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, and I don't want to be paying that off. Carlos so. Correa Day. Exactly. I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> deal with that. So Carlos Correa Day. They're going to give him an Ilya Kovalchuk-type contract, oh, like God. 20 years. Like, <laughs> it was like 17 years, $100 million. Ugh, That's disgusting. I know. And then he opted. He, he knew he was going back to Russia, so he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah. Go um, <laughs> on the Yankee side of things, uh, Aaron Judge was named captain of the New York Yankees. Not a shock. Not a shock at all. Something they had to do. Everyone kind of expected that with their contract. And so all the people that said, well, he hasn't won anything. Don Mattingly was captain of the New York Yankees <laughs> and went to the postseason once, once. His final year as a Yankee. <laughs> I think it's it's the right move. He's the face of that franchise. He's been the face of New York for since Mello. Since his rookie year. Since Mello. Yeah. So, and I just mean generally sports in general. Yeah. Because, you know, the Knicks don't... It's not Julius Randle. So. It's not fucking Julius It was Randall. for, like, a, a month. <laughs> it was for maybe, like, a shortened COVID year. Yeah, but, but no. And now it's 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 Judge. It's going to be Judge. It's Ben Judge. It'll never be hockey, so... Yeah. So it's it's Judge. And and it was the right thing to do. So congrats to Aaron Judge. If the Mets are going to name a captain, though, who's going to be? It's got to be Brandon Nemo. Oh, yeah, dude. It has to be Brandon Nemo. It's got to be Nemo. It's got to be Nemo. Through his grace, I reach first base. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care as long as he gets there. 
I fucking love it when he does that. Uh, I find it so funny. Yeah, I thought he was, be- he was gonna be. I really thought he was gonna be sprinting to first base in a Braves jersey. <laughs> oh my god! Can you like my best Brandon Nemo moment ever was when Yankees Yankees Mets Subway Series 2018. I want to say Yankees had a pitcher named Jason Shreve. Oh, <laughs> Jason Shreve. Bases were loaded. Bases were loaded. Like I think it was like two outs. They like nearly like blew the Yankees like nearly like blew the game. Nimmo gets hit by a pitch and he got like hit. Like it hurt him. So he like goes down, hits him, runs scores, and like it it fucking hurt. Gets up, fucking sprints at third base. Fucking blesses like blessed himself. Dude, he gets like ninety five to the face, he's bleeding out of his eye and he's dead sprinting (laughs) and he's like like he takes a Stanton pitch to the mouth and he's like it's okay. I have that meme saved on my phone, and I'm not even a Met fan. <laughs> it's just I funny. I just find it so funny. It is funny. Um, in other Yankee news, Carlos Rodon was introduced. It was literally right after we recorded our last episode. Yeah. Congrats to you. We all knew Thank it was going to happen. Uh, I, I I had my doubts. But I didn't. I was so happy. Oh, my it God. Was, it was pretty much cut clear and dry that he was going to be a Yankee. He wanted to be a Yankee. So the rotation's a lot better now. The rotation, there is not one guy on that rotation where I am like, oh shit, we are in for a long one. Well, it depends. Frankie Montas was hurt. Don't give me Frankie Montas. I was going to say, Montas was a little... Frankie Montas was hurt. I like Montas. I I, like him a lot, too. I don't know if he's in New York. I don't think he's built a pitch in New York. You don't think he's New York bourbon? I think it's... it's, Well, he was dealing with a lingering shoulder. I get it, but it's it's a different atmosphere going from Oakland to New York. You're going from 12 12 fans to 20,000 fans. (laughs) It's hard hard to switch that up. Yeah. We'll see. Listen, he could have a great year. I like Montas. He could be your number two pitcher. Like, he could literally be your number two. Like, literally, our four starter could be a number Number two two. on any other rotation. He could be this. You could move him up this year if he's having a great year. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's just, he's that guy. He's he's a strikeout pitcher. He'll get outs. So we'll see see how this year goes for him. I like Montas. I always liked him. I wanted the Mets to get him in Oakland. I think he's good. Yeah. I just think that shoulder injury, like, screwed him. And then, like, the entire fan base has, like, well, it's tough to come into New York. All these opinions yeah. on him. Like, well, he can't stay healthy. Yeah, it's tough to come into a situation. It's it's already a brittle situation. We should have hired Don Mattingly. I know. It's like listen, <laughs> listen to like Frank. Frank's like, you know what? Let's get Terry. He's like hire Jeta as the GM. <laughs> like literally, Terry's probably sitting there. He's like, let's get Terry Collins back in here. We need him just in the bench. This is a bench coach. <laughs> Like some stupid stuff like that. Like bring back Bobby Valentine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just like, what are you doing? Come on. I'm I'm fine with where we're at, Frank. Davy Johnson's still out there, guys. <laughs> Dusty Baker. Do you know what? Let's assemble the Avengers of uh, managers for the Mets. Bring all on the bench. Let's oh. get Dusty. Let's get Buck. <laughs> Bring in everyone. I want everyone. Who's like your Mount Rushmore of Major League Baseball managers? Dude, that's such a hard question. Joe Torre. Yeah. Earl Weaver. Just okay. all-time Yeah, funny guy. I know. Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, okay. Tommy Lasorda has to be there. And then, like, mine's so biased. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Buck, but that's just me being biased. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not putting fucking Aaron Boone on there. I'll no. say that. Um, is Lasorda the best of all time? I don't think he is, but he's he's a name and he's known and he's yeah. done a lot for the Dusty game. Baker. Get on the to Dusty. Dusty? Uh, well, he has one World Series. Yeah, but he really is one World Series. Okay. I really like him. I think he's a great bench I, uh, well, the, I don't like the team that he's managing. No, but it... <laughs> no. But I, I, I don't like the team that he's managing. That's uh, the right way. I hope the movie is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll find out. But <laughs> I hope the movie's nice. Um, Last one. Yeah, I might go with Buck. I, I'm going with Buck. I think Buck deserves to be there. But there's so many other guys. Although he is like the all-time like screwed guy. I know, I know. Like, gets fired in fired ni- when fired in '95. Win the World Series. Win the World Series yeah, in '96. Gets fired by the Diamondbacks in 2000. Diamondbacks mm-hmm, win the World yeah. Series next year. No he one. just sets things up and then gets fired. <laughs> so. Maybe it's a sign to come for the Mets. Yeah. Well, maybe it's maybe it's a sign of change and he stays and you know maybe the third time's a charm. Exactly. Oh, Baltimore. He had, yeah. When he was with Baltimore, he had some yeah. pretty good teams. All right. Well, now that we're talking about baseball, and I just have to ask you this question. Um, give me right now your all-time Yankees favorite, just favorite Yankees. You have to dress nine. Okay. And a starting pitcher. All right. 
nine and a starting. All right. Well, catcher. Well, was, nine. You know what I mean? DH wise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, <sighs> catcher. We are gonna go with. We are gonna go with. I'm torn between Yogi and Yogi and Jorge. I'm gonna go with Jorge. Oh, just Thurman because. Munson. Okay. <laughs> That's my grandpa's favorite. All right. I would take Jorge. Yeah, Jorge. Just because I'm going. You go strictly off favorite. You know, just guys that like. Like I'm just like gonna name guys from like my era though. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. I mean, like, yeah, but like, like if I'm Jorge at first, we're gonna go Mark Teixeira. I mean, Jorge at catcher, we're gonna go Mark Teixeira at first. Yeah, like I third A Rod, yeah. short Jeter. I'm literally just naming off the 2009 Yankees. Well, because it's point. the team you love. So. <laughs> I'm literally just naming. Wait, it's the gonna be 2009 Yankees with Judge. Yeah, right field, Judge, center field. The grander man is not making this outfield. Is my question to you. I know. That's no, what... give me Mickey Mantle in center. Okay, that's fair. And then left. Jesus. Um... Do you have A Rod at third or Chase Headley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how it comes out of that question. <laughs> Let me think about that. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Um, um, left field. Left field. Why am I like blanking on left field right now? Didn't Mr. October play left? No, he was right. No. Sheffield left? He was right as well. Who? Although he was on the team for like two years and then pulled Who? a race card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who was in left? Who was in left when Granderson was out there? Melky Cabrera. Oh, God. Okay. Think, think prior to that. Oh, geez, I can't believe we're blanking. I want to say Joe DiMaggio played left field. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't even. Like, I want to. Did he play? Oh. Oh, he was a DH by the, by like the championship team. I'm thinking of, they're saying Matsui. Oh, how can you not take Matsui though? That is true. Actually, you know what? Oh, God. All right. My outfield's going to be out of position, but they could fucking play the That's field fine. first as far as I care. All right. Center field, we're going to go Aaron Judge. Left field, we're going to go Mickey Mantle. And right field, we're going to go Paul O'Neill. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Okay. All right. Paul, I mean, but my Paul outfield all time for the Mets is Granderson, Juan Lagares, and an expandable in left and right is Yoannis Cespedes and Moses Alou. Yo, no, yo knows baseball. And Moses Alou. Moses Alou. What a guy. You know, here's a hard question that I asked multiple people, but if you had to field nine that are not Hall of Famers to win you a playoff game, who are you picking? I have to name a bunch of non-Hall of Famers. Okay, A-Rod? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> not guys that got excluded for, like, steroids oh, stuff. Like, steroids. Guys that are just phenomenal players, like clutch guys that you would have. All, like, the all the snubs, though, are, like, the steroid guys. No, but you could think of pitchers that, would like, aren't going to be in the Hall. Like, I'm, like, if I was taking a pitcher, like, that's not never going to make the Hall. Like, give me Tim Linscombe the start of the ball. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Matt Kane. You know, yeah, guys like that. Like, guys that aren't going to make the Hall, but Barry Zito. Like, Felix Hernandez you can have thrown Felix, out there. he's going to make the Hall of Fame. Well, I'm, you could just have guys that not going to make the Hall of Fame starting. If you're like, I'll have Daniel Murphy at second if I need a clutch. This is to yeah, win a playoff game. Is this true. is a game seven clutch situation. So you're building the most clutch non-Hall of Fame team that you could think of. I don't even know. It's such a hard question. I know. But I'm if uh, I who like who's catching? Joe Mauer? Yeah. Give me Joe yeah, Mauer. Mauer. That's like the only guy I can think of. Give me Mauer. I'm gonna take Linscombe the pitch. I'm gonna take Linscombe. Yeah. I think he two Cy Youngs. First base, give me Give me Lance Berkman. <laughs> Lance Berkman. Yankee postseason legend. Give me Lance Berkman. Second Daniel Murphy 100%. Short. I'm trying to think of clutch. Like, super clutch short Alcides stuff. Escobar. Super clutch. Clutch for the Royals. <laughs> Huge. Who is a third? Now we're thinking third base. Guys that were just... Pablo Sandoval had a sick run yeah, in like 2012. Yeah, Panda had a very... He, yeah. was, he, was, he was doing something for them. But if I'm, I'm taking... Ah, whatever. All right. Um, it's a tough question. It's a very tough question. All right, moving on to the NBA. Fuck the Nets, dude. dude Jesus. they look good. So Nets beat Cleveland yeah, last you night. Talk, you talk about it while I yeah. stretch. It, um, so much pain right now. It, it was. It's not even like it was a bad game. They, the Nets won by five. Oh, I'm sorry. They won by, uh, uh, like, 
They won by 10, I think, actually. No, they won by, I'm sorry, they won by, yeah, they won by 8. They won by 8. Okay. I got it right here. So, Nets win 125-117. The whole game kind of really just fell apart in the second quarter. So, Cleveland, to finish the second, they, well, they were down 34-22 in the first, right? But then they were into, for the second, they held, I want to say, the Nets to maybe four points for, uh, I want to say, a good six minutes. They started to storm a comeback, and then to finish the quarter, the Nets going an 18-2 run. Yeah, kind of just took that the run was ridiculous. Just took the wind out of the sails for uh, for the Cavs. I it was it was a good game. I mean, it, it just was a sick offensive performance from Kyrie and KD and TJ Warren. So you're not you're not really going to match 32-32 and yeah, 32-32 and 23 from those three guys. That's tough to beat. But Darius Garland had a had a nice night, 46 uh, 46 yeah, points. Yeah, game. it was good shooting splits too. It was super efficient, 14 for 20 from the field. It was just, you know, the guys really couldn't get it going. Osmond was okay. Donovan Mitchell had 15. He wasn't really making his shots. Mobley had a tough night. Um, I can't, you know, I'm not mad. They're still in third, I think, in the entire NBA. Yeah. But uh, uh, tough loss last night. a third of the way through to, uh, through the season, who looks like the best, who looks like the best team right now? Boston. Oh, yeah. Boston. No doubt Boston. MVP. Tatum, Tatum, but yeah. I would not be shocked if Jokic fucking. Did yeah, it. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked Dude, either. What he did on Christmas, it, ridiculous. Oh my god, <sighs> they just Jokic is so like, it's getting to a point where it's like, are we really gonna give it to him again? Like, do we have yeah. to? He's like playing like JJ Redick said it best on first take. He's playing like Larry Bird right now, and who was the last person to win three straight MVPs? Larry, Larry Bird. Bird. Yeah. So it's it's he's he's playing like he he should well. Like, he should win an MVP right now. But it's tough to not give it to Tatum for how good Boston is. Yeah. They're loaded. And I, I want to talk about the Knicks real quick because they've lost three tough ones. Yeah. Uh, so, God. they they lose to Toronto, 113. These are the last three. So, they lose 113-106. The yeah. Bulls game. That was tough. Just tough. That was tough. One point. That's tough. And then you go to Christmas. Also another tough loss. Yeah, Harden went off. Yeah. So, and it was, a, it was just a stale fourth quarter for them, but. Oh, did you hear that Harden rumor too? Uh, he he came out and said, "I don't know what the hell they're talking about." We're oh, really? Right okay. now. Yeah, but Knicks they scored thirty-seven in the first, and then it's just like a steady decline till a, a fall off of the fourth. Yeah, um, that's how it is. <laughs> Randall had a dang too. Randall had a very good game. I mean, the reason why they've won, had that big win streak, is literally because of Quentin Grimes and Deuce McBride. Tibbs finally did not become stubborn and finally listened to everyone and played the younger guys and dropped Derrick Rose and Fournier and all that. Why is Jericho Sims not getting the minutes he deserves? Uh, He's he's like the one young guy I take an exception to because he looks like he is... He looks like... he looks so I don't know. Every time he go, goes out there, he looks so lost. I know he just looks confused. He just looks so confused. I, I don't know, but like he looks so confused. But then he'll like jump from the free throw line and dunk on. I know he's uh, a strange. It's a strange athlete. He yeah, is, but uh, very, very strange. I don't know. I'm pulling for the Knicks. They're still in sixth. I think. Well, here's are your tears for the Eastern Conference because I think that it will. It it's gonna stay. The standings are going to be how they look by the end of the year. I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. One through five, we have your elite teams. So that's Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland. Brooklyn. Brooklyn and uh, Philly. Philly. And then six through ten, they're meh. They're mid. The Knicks. Knicks are the best of the mid right the, now, though. Best of the mid. Hang the banner. So <laughs> Hang the banner. Well, best, I'm saying, best of the mid. I'm just saying, if Randall can continually drop 35 and... Yeah, and Jalen Brunson goes on a little run here. Could we see a little random two-headed monster in the postseason? I mean, Brunson. I mean, the random two-headed monster of the postseason last year was Brunson and Lucas. So That's what I'm saying. Could we see a random if they, two-headed if monster? If they could do it, they, it, I mean, yeah. Remember that random two-headed monster two years ago of Paul George and Terrence Mann? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you just have a random two-headed monster, and who would they? I mean, they'd match up. Right, so say they. They may, they're in the plane. They're stuck in the plane. They're the seventh seed. Okay. Right now, with the way things are going, I don't think it will. But if they they're gonna play Miami or Toronto, probably if they're stuck in the. I'd rather seed. get Miami. I'd rather get Miami too. They suck. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'd rather get Miami. 
I think they stay as a six seed. I don't think Atlanta's yeah, better than them. I think they stay as a six seed, but like the odds. Uh, what I'm saying is like. No, I know what you're saying. Six, six, six through ten's your mid, and then the rest are just. But I can terrible ones. I could see the Knicks beating Philly. I could see them doing it. It depends. They got to shut down Embiid. And Mitchell Robinson like has to stay out of foul trouble. Like there's a whole, there's a whole thing. <sighs> How crazy would it be if they match with Milwaukee and then they Julius Randle versus like Giannis becomes like. Some crazy series. We play very well against Milwaukee. Well, I, you do, which is why I'm saying, like... Which I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee's god-awful on the road. And MSG in playoff time? Yeah. Uh, imagine. Yeah. Imagine Randall dropping 40 at the Garden and the Knicks sweep in Milwaukee. I want the Knicks to be good. Like, I really Watch out do. Watch Joe Tool in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Another ankle. <laughs> Another ankle. Another ankle goes down. Oh. Yeah, man, but... I want to get get to one game that really caught my eye on Christmas. The Grizzlies and the Warriors. Yeah. Because here's why. They It was the first time in franchise history the Grizzlies played on Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Christmas Day is like the big it, – it's one of the biggest regular season games in the NBA. Almost like a play. It's like literally like it a playoff is. atmosphere. Yeah, you got to come out. Re- you got to come out. Season. You got to come out swinging. And with John Morant saying he's not worried about anyone in the West, he's only worried about the Celtics. And then with that previous beef coming in from that series last year, the Warriors basically had nothing to lose for. Nothing to lose. Nothing. No Steph. You're rocking with Clay, who isn't really. He's not Clay. He's, he's not Clay. He's anymore. not. He's injured. He's. Oh, an average shooting guard Clay. Yeah, he reminds me of like Bradley Beal right now. Who I think who sucks. <laughs> I think the experience of the of the Warriors of playing on Christmas Day it was like the ten, It's like the ninth year in a row. Yeah. Well, it it really came down to how bad Desmond Bain was. Oh, he was terrible. Over <laughs> seven from three, two he for thirteen so for the field. Bad. They rely on him to shoot well, and he was horrible. Like, yeah. so I, in the active shooter in the building. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know what what they expected, but. Clay Thompson at 24, Jordan Poole, 32. DiVincenzo at 19. Yeah, Divin- Ty Jerome had a very good game, too. Yeah, he did. 14 points, 6-9 on the field. Moses Moody had a good game. Moses Moody. I just, I hate Draymond Green. I don't, <laughs> like, I hate him. New media. I hate him so much. You hate, the, you hate the godfather of the new media? I hate the guy who gets a double-double for 13 assists, 13 rebounds, and then two personal fouls. And That's, wait. He got a double. I mean, I'm not shocked. He got a triple double off of rebounds, assists, and blocks. Blocks, yeah, he doesn't. But <laughs> I hate the fact that he has almost the same amount of personal fouls as points. And people are like, "This guy is unbelievable." I'm like, I fucking hate Draymond Green. <laughs> I really don't like him. Um, but yeah, I, I and I think here's my thing with the Grizzlies. I like the Grizzlies for to go on a playoff run. Yes. The thing that worries me again, even though they, you know, last year is still how young they are, mm-hmm. and I don't think they have enough maturity. I don't yeah, think... I. Well, you see them. You see them with their pregame shit. They're just and what they do. Yeah, they they, rem- do, they put that shit on. They remind me a lot of the 2018 Brooklyn Nets. Yes. If D'Angelo Russell was John Morant. Yes. That's exactly who they remind me of. Which is fun to watch. Like that's a lot of fun to watch. But you know, like. All right, like, fucking Jared Dudley. Yeah, like, uh, like who did he fight with? It was uh, wasn't it Embiid? Yeah, like, I think it, it was either Embiid. Embiid or Sitman. He was like slapping his bald ass head. <laughs> that stupid headband. He looks like what's his face from Looney Tunes. Look, oh, I know who you're talking about too. Yeah. I forget his name. Jared We're hunting Dudley. wabbits. <laughs> Jared. Jared oh, Dudley. That oh yeah, he looked like Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. He looked like Elmer Fudd. Yeah. Jared Dudley. Unbelievable. What a guy. What a guy. Unreal. <laughs> uh English Premier League came back. Oh yeah. Nice nice little draw for Tottenham. <laughs> they dude, they might get bumped out of fourth. Yeah. It's getting to that I'm point. Sorry, but Newcastle in second. What the what is up with that? <laughs> yeah, that's Oh my gosh. I think that should change, shouldn't it? Liverpool has to start losing. But Tottenham draws to Brentford, which is ugh. Harry Kane scores though. Oh yes, good old Harry Kane and Holshburn. Oh no, w- Wolverhampton! No, they're about to drop out. 
Well, I mean, the season ends in fucking May. It's December, so I mean. Yeah, you know, anything can change, but it's good to see football back. Very nice to see football back. Uh, NHL. Again, nothing crazy. Games start up today. Yeah. Uh, Rangers they... take on the uh, Capitals. Islanders play the Penguins. Yeah, I mean, last last game played, Isles beat Panther. Isles beat the Panthers. That was pretty much the last that was played on the twenty third. Um, been a pretty decent chunk of time, five days since their last game, or four days. But yeah, Isles take on Pens. Rangers have Caps. It's kind of two big games for both of these teams. Yeah, this is a pretty uh, big game for the Rangers. Isles beat the Penguins. Rangers win. Rangers slip into that third spot. Uh, Isles get back into the wild card. They do have a game at hand against the Capitals, so I'm not going to be too shocked. But it's a tight race. It always is a tight race in the Metro. Yeah. And it's it's pretty clear that it's it's going to be five Metro teams making the playoffs again and three Atlantic teams because they're just not good enough to get a wild card spot. Yeah, uh, at that point, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. Nothing really has happened. Yeah. Nothing crazy news. Uh. Nothing really in college basketball either. It's been very. It's been very timid. Yeah, um, been a very slow. Been a dead period almost. Yeah. When so when I, like, college football is this? Oh yeah, we'll talk about that Thursday. Okay, we'll get. Also, into I do have a bet for college football. All right, uh, we'll get into it Thursday. Coastal Carolina, Eastern Carolina, over. Yeah. Um, if you if you do want to watch some uh some bowl games today, Buffalo takes on Georgia. Is it Georgia Southern? <laughs> and the Camellia Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Coastal Carolina's got East Carolina and the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Whatever. No one wants to watch these. The fuck wants to watch I Memphis? You bet on Memphis, Utah State. No, uh, Coastal Carolina, Eastern Carolina. No. I'd be over. All right. Well, I mean that's pretty much. That pretty much wraps it up. There's not really much more sports-wise. Well, yeah. Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Um, what did I see this week? I uh, what did I see this week? I don't really even. Was there anything important this week that I saw? I mean, we haven't had an episode in two weeks. I know, but like, I haven't really, I haven't really been doing anything. I've been working finals. Um, you know what? The ponds froze. I'm gonna be playing pond hockey today, so that's what I saw. There you go. Um. And you stand. What I saw is me dying. Okay. There, there <laughs> you kidding. go. No, I'm just... Stan had a fun birthday. I missed I, that. I went I, to the Jets game. Uh, that was a waste of time. I guess that's what I saw was how bad Zach Wilson is. Goes I, without... I guess that's what you saw, too. <laughs> goes without saying, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's see. My what I saw... Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. Zach Wilson sucks. Yeah, Zach Wilson's not, not good. Yeah. All right. Not fun. Um, quick top five. I'm going to make this super yeah. quick. Um. Okay, this is tough. Top five high school mistake mixtapes you've ever seen go. I can't name five off the top of my head, but I know Tim does because he's obsessed with that shit. So uh, well, I don't know about high school mixtapes. You know what? I'm gonna go top five Carmelo Anthony moments of all time. My favorite player for some weird reason. Uh, I'm gonna go top three favorite moment. Uh, that Easter game. Step back. In Chicago, what a game. At the Garden, whenever. Against Chicago, what a game. Love you, Mello. Second, Miami Heat. Great performance with LeBron D. Wade out against Chris Bosh. Loved that. And then um, when he dropped 60 at the Garden. It was, uh... 62. Okay, he dropped 62 at the Garden. <laughs> yeah, you go for it. Carmelo Anthony, ladies and gentlemen. America's hero. Uh, New York's finest for a few years. And... You know, that coming home video is is something special. <laughs> it is. It sure is. I'm, like, dying. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap this one up. That's going to wrap it up. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Be sure to like our videos on YouTube. Be sure to rate us on Spotify and follow us on Spotify. Rate us on Spotify. I said it twice, but say it. Five stars. Five stars only. Uh, great to be back in person. Yeah, great to be back in person. We'll right. see you guys next we'll week. See you guys. Peace out. <laughs>